Hey, welcome to another episode of Out of Focus. We are here again with Shamim post Thanksgiving. Post Thanksgiving. How are you doing? I almost shat myself today. Oh. <laughs> so wait, breaking news. Or is that what happened in your pants? All right, well, uh, to walk us through this, walk <laughs> us through, you know, as you enjoyed your Thanksgiving dinners with okay. the leftovers as you listen to this podcast. Okay, so this is this is what happens. Usually, I'm a one poop a day kind of person. That's it, right? We've got a we've got a solo pooper. Yes. So I feel that today my body betrayed me because <laughs> I woke up at like eight a.m. and went to the bathroom, had my morning poop. All good, good to go for the uh-huh. day. Then I leave the house where I was at. I take a train. Um, an hour away from my place, and I start feeling like I need to poop again. I'm like, okay, well, okay. Like I'm an hour away. Like I should be good. Um, then I get to to Hoboken, to the other end of the city, from the place that I'm like staying at. Um, which I have brand new keys to the place. So I walked the 15 blocks that I had to walk from one side to the other. <laughs> Clenching all the way. I get to the main door of the building, get the new key in, opens perfectly, walk into the place, walk the three like set of stairs that there is to get to the place, get my key into the door, clickety-clackety-click, nothing. Click, 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 again, nothing. Push the door, move the thing a little, up and down, up and down. It was turning one way, but not turning the other way. And I wasn't walking. And I was uh, five blocks away from the restaurant where I work. So I was like debating, like whether I drop everything right here and try to make it all the way there. And probably mm. shit myself halfway and then not have a place to like clean myself up or anything. <laughs> like it, it was terrifying, man. It was terrifying. <laughs> and then I move a little bit the door and then just like push the key and it went click to the other side and like move out of the way. There was no one in the house, but I still like. I was like, open the door, threw my backpack, run to the bathroom, took my mask off because I couldn't even breathe. Um, and it's yeah. like, sat on the throne. Best feeling ever. If there is something better than pooping when you want to poop, I don't want to know about it. Oh, all right. Okay. What What a harrowing tale. What a harrowing tale. You know, this, uh, this reminds me... Um, uh, a, a podcast we both uh, enjoy uh, has their side podcast, Situational Awareness, and yes. I think this is a story you should write in. I, I I might. I don't have access to the podcast because that's for Patreon donators only. Uh, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, didn't, no. I didn't know I was talking to a peasant. Here, <laughs> you mean a poor person that is barely surviving? Yes, um, that's me. I love them, but I don't have money to like throw up there. I'm sorry. Um, 
but yeah, like I was thinking about that actually when when I was like um, when I was building this story in my head. Yeah. Uh, funny enough, I have uh, recorded in my voice memos on my phone somewhere when I was driving and they were talking about that. I like thought of a theme song in my head and I like stopped the podcast and I turned on my voice recorder while I'm still driving. Just like, you know, you do the thing where you voice control it, like take a voice memo. Like, okay, start now. Ding. And I just sang it into my phone, uh, Mm -hmm. like the melody and the lyrics and everything. And uh, I still haven't made it, but it's there. I'm thinking about making a theme song for that. I, I want to hear it. I definitely want to hear it. It's <laughs> I'll, uh, so good. I'll have to work on it. I'll have to work on it. Um, yeah. there, there's a few things. Uh, I don't know if I want to do. I, I also have uh, gross things to share, but maybe we'll we'll give it a break. We'll give we'll give the gross a break. And I want to tell you about something that my wife did recently. That is not gross. Wait, it's not gross. It is just. Uh, Okay, so sometimes you're surprised by the accessibility to things that you can do here in New York for convenience, mm-hmm. right? I'm still, I still fe- feel like I'm a little like shell shocked by someone that I'm still surprised of stuff that you can do that I never would have thought that uh, you can do, and one of them. Uh, so the so the other day. I don't know where, like, the impulse came from, but uh, Chelsea was having one of those days. You know, when you're just, like, maybe you're just not feeling great or, like, your energy's low and you just want to have, like, some garbage food. Mm-hmm. But she had a very specific thing in mind. She said, it's been years and years and years. I want a Pop-Tart. Like, a what? Oh, okay. A Pop-Tart. Okay. And like, oh, okay, we don't keep them in the house, you know, or, or anything like that. And it's like, well, I, I had literally just gone to the store. I was like, well, I was just there. You should have told me. And no, 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 no. And she's thinking about it, and she doesn't want to go, you know, to the store or anything. Come to find out that Seven <laughs> Eleven delivers, and she did a delivery of Pop-Tarts. From Seven Eleven. Seven Eleven. For those like, of you that don't know, it's like this, like I don't know, it's like twenty four hours little grocery store. Not even a grocery store. It's like mostly like just candies and sodas and things like. It, it, it's stuff you buy at a gas station. Yeah, yeah, and it's just like twenty four hours, and it's kind of weird that they deliver, but they do deliver. Yeah. So they not only do they they have an app. Apparently, yeah, you no. can get on the app, and they will. They you choose what you want, and they deliver. And they brought it over in a bag, and you know left it outside the door like the other delivery people. And I was like, "Holy shit, we can get delivery pop! Not like a box of pop tarts from a grocery store, like this the package of like there's just the two in there. Yeah, like she bought a single unit, a bunch of those. Yeah, she bought." She bought a bunch of those, yeah. and uh, then to be nice to me, I included a bag of Hot Cheetos in there. But I was like, what the fuck? This, you can just get this to your door. And then also, it just made me go, you just paid for Pop-Tart delivery. 
<laughs> How much? Five dollars? Oh, I don't. I don't know. I didn't even. I didn't even ask. I didn't want to know. Well, but it, it you was, know what? You wanted to be safe. You wanted to enjoy a stupid pre-made pie that it's like probably like nuclearly protected i don't know like that, that i think that that pop tart shit like it could easily be in a bunker for like those preppers like well they're delicious you forgot that part i actually don't think i have had more than like, a little bite of one once in my life like you're doing it wrong you have to find which one you like mm. and then then there's the different variations there's there's cold there's out of the toaster. There's a lot of ways to go, or just raw dog in them. Okay, this is my 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 asshole's gonna regret these, but I think that we should like sit down, have all the option of pop tarts, and then like have the all the variations and everything, and do like a, a test run for Shamim. Like, what does he like? <laughs> How does he like a, it? A live taste test. Yes. Yes. With. Let's do Pop it. Pop-Tarts. Oh, my God. Well, now now we know we can just, you know, find the 7-Eleven near you, get a delivery of all the different kinds. I want to say something a lot. about 7-Eleven. There are a lot. Yeah. 7-Eleven, $5 pizza. Is Never had it. Not that bad. Like, okay. for a pizza that is the price of a slice of pizza in another places, oh, it's wait, not it's that an bad. Entire? It's a whole pie for five bucks. Is it big? It, it's like... Holy it's, shit. It's like eight slices. Oh, my God. It's not New York slices. For those of you that know New York slices, they are about the size of a normal pizza anywhere else in the world, but it's just one slice. <laughs> mm-hmm. But but no, but they're like they're, they're legit. Like they're they're good. Wow. It's the kind of shit that most of the people have when they're like extremely drunk or extremely high. So like obviously like the opinion of people that have mentioned it to me, like it's biased. But I have tried it. Yeah completely sober besides my mental issues um and it wasn't that bad all right all right i I mean i'm willing to give it a shot um we uh that reminds me um so as we record this thanksgiving was yesterday yes right can't can't go anywhere can't do anything can't see anybody so um we even decided like chelsea was thinking about well, maybe I'll cook, but then, like, what am I going to do with all this stuff or whatever, blah, 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 blah. And we we just decided – it started, I think, as a joke. We were doing a bit of, like, eh, you know, just we'll have a nice dinner. You know, you'll yeah, throw some tater tots in the microwave, you know. So, like, we were joking like that, and then it really just turned into, like, no, let's just have, like, white trash Thanksgiving. So, and so I, we were like, okay. So when we like ordered our groceries in, you know, for the week, she got frozen pizzas, chicken tenders, uh, French fries, tater tots, just like garbage fried frozen food. We made all of it and then made we put it in nice dishes. <laughs> so it presented all nice. We got all of our like hot sauces and everything out and like made little pretty little uh puddles of them on the plates and we just fucking wrecked that 
And that was that while while drinking mimosas, and uh, that was my Thanksgiving, and it was fantastic. So I had a great day. I got I got a message from your wife saying, um, uh, tr- "Trash giving, yeah. or like trash dinner giving, something like that. I can I can't remember." And then I, like it made me realize like you have so many variations of like Thanksgiving, and then you have like Friendsgiving, and then trash givings like it. I mean, obviously, it's like a, it's a joke, but like it, it's kind of interesting. And for a thing that it's only the U.S. and Canada does it, um, like I, I, I like the whole culture around Thanksgiving. I find it's like one of my favorite holidays. And if it wasn't for Halloween being so cool, it would probably be the best. Like, it's a good one. It it is. Yeah, I think, and I I really liked the unique way we approached it. I I had so much fun doing that. It was just like stupid, you know, you know, like living in robes most of the day, you know, like just being garbage people. Yeah. Oh, and that that reminds me, uh, you, you were talking about the variations on the word. Um, a uh, musician that I like who's also kind of like an absurd uh, musician comedian, I guess, in a way. Uh Mark Rubier, I think is how you pronounce his last name. Mm-hmm. You might have seen him. He has quite a he's had a few little like viral videos. He loops everything and he's oh, usually yeah, yeah. uh wearing a robe and having, you know, he has like a French mustache and stuff like that. Um he uh he did a live stream uh and he was calling it Stanksgiving. Stanks? Uh, because yeah, cuz he nice. was bringing the stank in the music. Uh, and it was it was fun. Uh, so he he's in robes. We were in robes. We we're we're uh, having some trash food. It was, what a good day! You felt like what you were like day. just like connecting by being like dressed the same way as a famous person. It was it was the way it was the way to be. I had a great time. Uh, so I saw something that I kind of I kind of want to like. Oh, I want to watch you watch what I watched, which is okay. um, last week. There, there's, there's been an, there's been a, a, a podcast that I've been getting into. Um, that's been around for a long time, but I'm sort of just now starting to kind of get into it. Uh, it's called Your Mom's House. Oh shit! And it's uh, the the hosts are they're stand up comedians um, Tom Segura if you if mm-hmm. you know him I'm a big fan of it, his comedy and then his wife is the co host and then they always you know they have people on they do really long podcasts but it's one it's one that you have to watch like they're all on YouTube mm-hmm. and because there's there's a lot of like they watch videos uh, together and like react to them and have fun and whatever so and I always have fun with those. Um, whenever they show something that's censored, obviously on YouTube, they can't show what the video is, but you can like still see the reactions of like the guests. And I'm learning that Tom Segura's favorite part of doing that show is just finding like the worst videos he can find in the world and then showing them to people and watching them freak out. And it gives him, you see him like getting erections of how much he enjoys horrifying people. Um, beautiful. So they were doing this thing uh, like last week where they said, hey, we're going to do a live show. It's going to be um, broadcast not on YouTube or anything. They're hosting it on their own website. Yeah. 
Yeah, and it's a pay-per-view. Like, you have to pay to, like, get yeah. access to it. So that means it is uncensored. Nice. They can do anything on there that they want. It doesn't matter. And it was three hours long. And about halfway through, I took my glasses off. Because, like, I still wanted to listen and enjoy the show, but I saw so much shit that I can never unsee that, like, I I literally couldn't watch it anymore. And I couldn't trust myself to not look, so I literally took my glasses off because then I couldn't see the screen. Uh, it was <laughs> fucked. <laughs> Everything I saw was the most <laughs> fucked. Uh, it was like if 4chan put on a show. Like, the, like, fucked up, uh, it was horrifying. And I, I, there were so many videos that I did not even look at for a second. But if I did, they would have been even worse than the ones that I did see earlier on when I was, uh, like, trying to be a part of the show. Holy shit, Shamim. It was, it changed me. Yeah, I can see you. You look different. You look like Chelsea, you look scarred. Chelsea watched it with me. She did better than I did. She could she could watch a little more of it, and I think. God, I don't I don't even know what to say. I'm wait wait. I'm question. feeling a little sick because like I almost threw up. Question watching that show. Did she get grossed out at any point? Yes. Wow. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh. Oh, both of us were going, what the fuck? Like, and there were even times where, like, she's pulling away too. Like, oh, my God, I can't even, I can't watch it. I can't. Oh, ha, ha, ha. Okay, okay. So, I don't think I want to watch that. <laughs> because I know how much your wife can handle. Also, that's what he said. Um, but... I don't think I'm, I'm. I don't think I'm at that at her level. And if she got grossed out, then no, no thanks. It was, it was rough. I mean, I'll just tell you the the opening one. They start okay. the show with it because it's a Thanksgiving special. It was like the week, you know, the week of Thanksgiving. It starts with. Um, a guy has taken a uh, turkey and hung it from like a half size swing. Mm-hmm. So it's like chained and 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 swinging. And on the and on the front of the turkey, they there is a uh, strap on dildo. Uh, and then, so the turkey because it's on chains, it can swing back and forth. And the turkey is ramming that dildo into a dude's ass who's just like bent over and he's uh he's saying like uh getting his stuffing for Thanksgiving. Uh that is that's the opening video. That's just where they start. And they show it. It's not just like, oh, this looks like that's happening. No, it's like right there, right in frame, great lighting, you know, everything. Oh ha 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 ha. That's that was the appetizer. No. No, thanks. No, thanks. 
No, and yes, I did heard about that underview of the balls. Like, no. No. Yeah. No. No. And we're gonna change topics right now. Nope. I'm gonna buy, I'm gonna buy you a ticket to the show so you can because you can access it for a week after the recording. Uh, so uh, you can watch it. But like, I don't want to. And know. then I want you to just like turn on your webcam and just record yourself watching it. I don't wanna. <laughs> For the good of the content. Um, I was just thinking about this because, like, a friend of mine got like COVID a couple of weeks ago, and um, she lost completely the sense of taste and smell. Right. And uh, she actually like did not recover it, even though it has been almost three weeks that she like got it and everything. So I was thinking, like, oh, that's still not back. Damn. How fucked up it is not to be able to enjoy Thanksgiving dinner. Like, fuck. Yeah. Like, all those flavors. Best day of the year, probably, food-wise, for, like, 99% of the people in this country. Um, yeah. And you don't get to taste it. Like Yeah, eat, that's that sucks. Eating tofu will mean the same than eating turkey. That's yeah. sad. It's gonna, it's going to just all be texture then, right? Yep. Which brings us to my question to you: What's your favorite okay. Thanksgiving side thing? Because we all, okay, we all know. Like everyone that uh, it's uh, from the U.S. knows that like the turkey, it's like the main thing, right? But what's the yeah. side, like the top three side dishes that have to be in your? Like Thanksgiving table, and what's the weirdest one that like you think is unique to your family or something like that? Yeah, uh, I don't know. It, that's it's. I think that's a hard question for me because I'm so picky uh, with my food that um, I don't feel like I eat many of the side things. No, well, uh, that's why I'm asking you because I I have my 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 pick. Like not even a question. Uh, I know it, it's it's silly, but like I'm I'm thinking of like the standard Thanksgiving dinner at my grandmother's house um, that like the mashed potatoes and gravy are like, okay. but, but because I think it's her mashed potatoes and gravy that like, those are two, one more. Well, no, they're the same. You put, okay. Okay. So on gravy on top potatoes. of the mashed potato. Yeah. 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 That's number uh, one, which I know that's a really like milk white toast, uh, thing to say, but I mean, it doesn't matter. Good. The whole the uh, whole dinner on Thanksgiving is milk white kind of shit. So like, just go for it. Yeah, I I well, I think mine is probably just like, if if you were to see like my Thanksgiving plate, it's usually uh a lot of turkey, a lot of mashed potatoes, uh bread, and maybe some stuffing. Okay, which is more bread depends on the like, stuffing. A lot of motherfuckers like to load that shit up with onions. Ruins it. Ruins it. Okay. Um, mine is pretty simple. Okay. The green bean casserole. Absolute Interesting. number one for me. Like, absolute number one. And then, second, mashed potatoes. Because mashed potatoes are life. And three, it's either the stuffing, if it's good... Or mac and cheese, if the household that I'm invited to does mac and cheese. 
Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because it's not that common. Usually, it's either mac and cheese no. or or uh, like um, mashed potatoes. Like it's kind of like how I've been seeing it. Like it's either people like families that do mashed potatoes or mac and cheese, which I think is a mistake because you should have both as an option always. Um, I I agree. That was never something I I ran into, but I could see how that could be a good addition. Since like things I don't care at all it's the cranberry sauce yeah fuck that shit I don't care fuck that shit and absolute don't care at all it's the yam with like marshmallows ew it can go about fuck itself it's way too sweet it's way too out of place once and for all fuck fuck that shit and I love sweet and sour things i love like those kind of like mixes but like i I was with a friend that he's like uh he's french and um he's look at like his fiance's like yam with marshmallow thing and he's like why is this on the table isn't this dessert and and I, i i was with him with that one right i was like kind of laughing because like i knew it's not dessert but i was like Dude, you're right. Like, this should be dessert. Like, yes, put it with the other pies. Why not? Why do you have to, like... Yeah. <sighs> okay. Jesus, you feel passionate about this. It's food, man. I'm passionate about food. You know that. Like, this is, this is like... And, and for turkey, like, if you look at my plate, I couldn't care less about the turkey. Like, I'm all about the side things. Like, I can have, like, one sliver of turkey and be happy just to say, like, hey, I had some turkey. But, like, the green bean casserole will be about, like, 30 to 40% of my plate. Interesting. I love I, it. I would not have pegged you for for a green bean casserole kind of guy. It's it's not about the green beans. It's about like the onion soup thing and the like uh like onion like whatever like the f- f- crumbly onion on top of it. Like I love onions. I don't. I do not like it in the stuffing. You are right with that one. But I love. Thank onions. you. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. That's same same thing as people putting nuts. Inside, like the the stuffing for like oh, yeah. why Fuck why right off why it's not supposed to be like a crunchy hard food. Yes. Sorry. Um. Well, this this may be tricky because like I was going to ask you: is, Are there any like extra t- traditions that you're aware of that are connected to Thanksgiving? Because I'll tell you, for example... Yes, in my family, they use blankets. They say it's a, a it's like a big blanket and it's a little bit humid. And they say it's like in commemoration of the real Thanksgiving. And I never got it. I never, I never understood that. But um, everyone will like, like feel like really weary about it when the family that I was staying with will bring it out. But they will... St- They'll say, like, I, I'm a little bit skeptical, but I'll still put it on me. Like, <laughs> why Why is that? Can you explain to me? Uh, you know, some people <laughs> just really like blankets. <laughs> and some people really like giving blankets. <laughs> uh, I, you know what? That's episode title. Uh, giving blankets. <laughs> It could be like, uh, oh my god! I mean, it's like, 
um oh the the washington i don't know the name right now but like the the they used to be the redskins um oh yeah they played the the game for thanksgiving right and yeah and they changed their logo from like the like a, a redskin like a a a white guy with feathers on his head pretending that it's a native uh, as the logo. That was their logo. And that was like why it was awful. Yes. Uh, they changed it to a like just a W. It's a yellow W. It's so unoriginal and it's just stupid. And I was telling my friends, why didn't they go for the blankets? <laughs> the Washington blanket. Washington blankets. You have a blanket that is like a quilt, and it looks kind of like Native American-ish. Uh, and then... yeah, they're called the Washington smallpox. <laughs> no, that's the mascot. <laughs> and the mascot just go with a spray, like just like going on everyone's blanket and just like spraying something on it and just moving on. Right, sorry. Oh, enough enough of that joke. Lanta. No, uh, you know that's a sacred tradition in mm-hmm. uh, in my country uh, <laughs> to do that. That's how they uh, retake land. Fuck. <laughs> um, but I I actually have a, a few family members where they go, uh, they go shoot guns in the desert in the morning. Okay. America. Yeah, because America. So they go out into the middle of the desert, and yeah, they just fucking, you know, pull out their rock-hard cocks, jerk them off, shotgun a beer, and, you know, shoot sand. This is ridiculous. I mean, I've seen people running in the morning, and I was like, yeah, good, you're preparing. I, I can understand. You're like, you want to burn it before it also i have the worst acid reflex right now i fucking hate the aftermath of thanksgiving <laughs> but i love thanksgiving the, that might be the most old man thing i've ever heard you say bro i'm 30 I'm, I'm 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 good with like not being called young anymore like when it, people's like all oh, just yeah. downhill yeah like if people say like oh he shouldn't be doing that because like you know his age i'm like Good. God, Chelsea. <laughs> that was you. Chelsea's is better. I know. Well, I I don't know if it was picked up, but you heard her yell, "Weak burp." <laughs> yeah. Well. <clears throat> yes, I shared a story from my high school time during like after Thanksgiving. We we're just like chilling with. Uh, because I had Thanksgiving with, uh, like, three friends. It was Friendsgiving, mostly. But it was at uh, someone's family's house. Um, and I shared this story. And I, I, I realized I never shared this story on the podcast. And it's um, it's some gold there. All right. Okay. To have a little bit of um, understanding of the situation. I was born born in Argentina in one area, raised in another. The area where I was raised, it's a rainforest kind of area. It's really humid, it's really muddy, it's all the time kind of like wild. Like my hometown is super small. And one of the things um, that, that happened is that right in front of my high school, 
there was kind of like a forest. Like it was originally it was a, a, a cypress tree plantation for like wood, not for Christmas trees, but like they let it grow for years and years and then they like cut it down and use that for like paper making and like different things. Right. Mm-hmm. It was like what that plantation, but then it grew a lot of like things in between. Like they didn't care enough to like clean it. And one of the things that happened was like these native lemon trees grew there. Um, and there were, I think, like at least 10 on that piece of land. And with my friends, what we will do is after the day was done, usually on a Friday, because we kind of wanted to like not have to deal with these, like with our clothing being like destroyed until Monday, uh, we'll finish classes and then okay. cross the street to the forest, divide everyone that made it there into two groups, and basically do paintball, but with lemons. With lemons? There were so many lemons, and there were rotten lemons, and then green lemons, and ripe lemons. So it was kind of like having different ammunition. If you wanted to splash it on someone's like clothing and like leave a stain or something, you grab yeah. a rotten one and throw it at them. Uh. If you wanted them to hurt, you would throw a green lemon. And if you wanted just to play and maybe get some splash or something, you'd throw like a regular lemon, and it will be amazing and we'll do things like even like capture the flag or like team deathmatch or like things like that um just like by by like throwing lemons at each other so you you're telling me that when you were in school after school you and all of your other guy friends would go run off into the forest to have a lemon party oh Fuck you. <laughs> Worth it. Worth it. Oh, that was a long way to go. But I, oh, I'm so glad I went back for it. Worth it. Worth it. Please Google Lemon Party and click on images. You'll enjoy it. Um, <laughs> that, it's, okay. It sounds like. A shit ton of fun? Like yes. A, a, a lemon would hurt. Oh, yeah. Like a lot. Yes. Well, oh, it, the, the, the kind of lemon that was, because it was a native kind, it was more on the, on the side of a lime than the, what, like, not the yellow lemons. Like, it would be more like the limes that you call here. But for us back home, it's like a different kind of lemon. Um, hmm. But, yeah. I think my friends, we use, because, I mean, we live in the desert, so ours was uh, dirt clods. What was that? It's basically clumps of dirt. Because it, it's dry there, so the dirt, like, will, it's literally like a rock, but made out of dirt. So you can, like, it's solid, and you can throw it, but when it hits someone, it explodes, because it's dirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but sometimes you don't know that there's a rock in the middle of that dirt clod because how can you see it? It's in the middle of it. So you throw it at somebody 
and they get really fucking hurt because uh, there was a rock in the middle. <laughs> yeah. When we wanted someone else to hurt, we did this thing. And I'm going to describe it. I hope that I can describe it properly. So you'll grab a Coca-Cola bottle, right? You know, the top of the Coca-Cola where the lid is. You cut yeah. it like right where the cone ends. You'll cut that area, make it into a funnel, right? Okay. Take the lid out. Put a balloon, like one of those like inflatable like things, like on the on the edge. Tie it with something. If you had a metal wire that you could like just go with the pliers and like make it really tight, like that sort of thing. You want the balloon to be on the on the side of like where you will drink the bottle if you were like just like swigging in it, okay. right? You and then because you have a funnel on the other side, then you can put either a lemon or this like we had this little fruits that were kind of like mini apples that like you couldn't eat them because they were poisonous but you could throw them so you grab that from the balloon and just stretch it oh, and you fuck. can aim it and they just release it and it's so fast and so strong that you can actually aim it Amazing. Jesus, that reminds me. You know, like when you become older, especially like teenagers, you can really make things that really fucking hurt people. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, it reminds me of, I, and this will be, I wonder if this became a trend, you know, down, uh, down in your half of the world. Um, when I was in high school, it started to become, well, maybe it was like late middle school as well. Uh, they were they were called tweeters mm -hmm. that people would make. So they would take a, I don't remember how big, but maybe like a half a sheet of mm -hmm. paper. And they fold it and 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 fold it until it, it's a tiny little strip. Like maybe the size, you know the brand like Trident Gum? Mm -hmm. oh, it's just a little rectangle. Till it's that size, so it's really thick, right? So it's, it's, it's really compact paper, and then they would bend it in half, yeah. and then get a rubber band, and yeah. and because they were packed so tightly, if you could get like a, a strong rubber band, holy shit, that would hurt so bad yeah. when that hit you. It was shooting. Oh it was God. basically shooting a, a stone made out of paper. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, like no, just it, in class. We 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 walking down the hallway fight. just like bam. We had fights with those. We had like inter classes wars uh, with those because like we'll have like divided like the let's say eleventh um, grade. I don't know what it is here. House call whatever. Eleventh uh, grade will have like a grade A and grade B because we're so many. Uh, they would like split in two. And we'll have our word to be like who's the best like class, and it will usually be like just like recess happens, comes out to the hallway, people have like their like backpack and shields, and other people on the side like <laughs> shooting at each other. Jesus, we we had a record in my in my high school. Like my class was the record of like the class that broke the most windows 
or window glasses or door glasses in the school. Like, wow. Ever. What a record to break. Congratulations. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> um, yeah, we played rugby inside the hallways. Like, we'll just, like, have this, like, construction of, like, castles with, like, the tables of my class. Uh, we barricaded, like, substitute teacher outside the class a couple of times. Um, had Jeez. competitions of, like, you know, we had the roof that, like, had those, like, little holes, like, in the, in yeah. the roof. We had competition of who could, like, put as many pencils in pencils. it yeah. in one minute. So you had to, like, throw them, but then, like, make sure that you throw them well enough that they will stick. And then yeah. just, like, count and make sure that you had, like, enough to, like, throw. Like, I think, like, the record was, like, 35 in one minute that, like, stayed. And that was, like, wow. that, that was really impressive. And then what we did is, like, we left it and a couple of them were, like, on top of the fan. And then we turned the fan on and just like that was the risk of the whole class. Like, oh like, my God. Like, when it would fall down. You'll hear it clink, bah! <laughs> it would either break in half the the pencil or the pen or what. If it was a mechanical pencil and it was plastic, it would like just shatter yeah. and just go everywhere. <laughs> Fuck. Fucking yeah. shrapnel gr- grenades, you guys oh, are no. leaving. Yeah. And then, well, on, on Thanksgiving, I had like, I had a conversation with my friends about like, uh, one of my best friend's father, he's in the military and he was telling us literally how to make like homemade bombs. And I, and, and I, I like legit bombs. I used to make uh, M80s when I was a kid. Okay. Side note. Um, yeah. You should tell us that story. That sounds amazing. I don't know if I have. I mean, maybe I have already, but if I have, I'll do the short version. But yeah, I remember um, it's like one of the neighbor kids showed me how to do it. There's uh, there's these certain kind of fireworks uh, that we always called flowers. Um, you might know what I'm talking. They're they're these tiny little sticks, and when you light them, you know you throw them out there, leave wherever they spin, they spin and change and then, colors. Yeah, yeah. So so what I learned how to do is. Well, first I learned how to do it with like other little materials, but you could even just use the body itself. So you use pliers to break mm-hmm. open the side that the fuse isn't on. Mm-hmm. And the first layer is like this orange, um, I don't know, like stuffing or flame retardant thing or whatever. So you take all of that out mm-hmm. uh, until it gets to the silver and black, which is the gunpowder mm-hmm. in there. And then you get other ones and do the same thing. But when it gets to the gunpowder, you just start filling up one of them, putting all like six of them into one. And then you have to seal it. So here's where it got dangerous. You take a a coin over the top and then tape, electrical tape. When you wrap it all up, you wrap it all up and you can't wrap too tight or it won't go. But it has to be tight enough that it all stays and then the uh, thing back in there, and you want to run really far away, and the, but it would like, boom, like it was big and loud and scary. And so we would do uh, what we would do with them is put them in the street, and then take uh, a five gallon paint bucket. Oh, and see how far so, up it so, went. Yeah, so you put it oh. down on it. You or you have someone's holding it. Yeah, you light it, drop the bucket, everybody runs. And then 
uh, they, this is like not a joke. The bucket would go over the house. Yeah. Just no, yeah. I've, I've, I've or if you really, like and, and this is back when, you know, they had these uh, coffee cans were made of tin mm-hmm, and not mm-hmm. plastic. So you could, a coffee can would go really fucking high because it's way lighter than a paint can. And so it would just. We had those, but it was the peach and like simple syrup. It was like the size of the coffee cans. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it didn't have any wrinkles. It was like straight. You know how like the coffee cans here like have like the, the wrinkles? Yeah. So you could actually like it will like not only go up, but sometimes it will be so much pressure that it will like pop like sideways and be like completely like like instead of being a straight thing, it will kind of become like an oval like it, it was it was fun and we had fireworks that were strong enough without doing any alterations that you could do that so like we would just like buy those and play around well yeah in in america we had to make our own okay sad you can buy weapons in a walmart but you cannot buy good fireworks just saying it's uh, true it's true uh but yeah yeah so I, I learned how to make those. I mean, um, we, we used to play with like injecting gas into ping pong balls and then right, just like setting that. them on fire and just like hitting them with a racket or things like that. Crazy times. Amazing stories. That. I'm still surprised that I'm alive. Me too, especially by the part that I'm going to tell you next. There was, a, there was one day where we experimented by using, uh, in one of my friend's houses, we found these small... Um, like two inch, two inches long, uh, paint bottles that were made out of glass, and so we used those. Damn. Until a piece of glass went in my friend's leg. Shit. Uh, and then we're like, we shouldn't use glass anymore. That uh, that's a dangerous thing to put explosives inside. <laughs> we we used to like put like these little like fireworks so into like stupid. beer bottles, and just like put them in a place and set them on like set them on and then just like dropping because it was like waterproof and like everything so we wanted to test so we had like different levels of water and things like that and once a friend of mine i don't know why he like set it on fire without it being laying somewhere and because it wasn't laying somewhere he was like holding it he like kind of like zoned out and forgot that he already turned it on and so he had it on his hand and i'm like Dude, what the fuck? And then he goes like, oh, shit. Like, this, like that. And then gets a shot right exactly where his eye would be if he didn't, oh like, turn his God. head. But, like, he was holding the bottle in his hand. Like, still, like, the half of the bottle that, like, stayed in his hand. And and then we're like, you know what? I think we, we, we're done. We're done with, like, messing with this shit, like, for a really long time. Yeah. It's probably a good idea. So yeah, probably a good idea. Childhood so was fun. We're we're stupid, stupid. Um, I was just thinking about like because I'm trying to take notes as we're talking, so I remember what to put in the description. Am I gonna actually say that we started this episode with uh, Shamim shitting his pants? Almost, almost. Hey, hey, it didn't happen. Not this time. <laughs> not not this time. Got away. Got away with it this time. Yeah. I mean. Second poops of the days are tricky. You just don't know that they're going to happen, you know? <laughs> oh, uh, I, if I wasn't lazy, I would pull that as a drop. 
<laughs> yeah, I kind of feel safe when uh, I know that like you're just lazy. Because if not, you'll have a lot of material for me. I would. I would. I, it's it's time to use all that Patreon money to hire someone <laughs> to go in to go in and just uh, edit all of this all of this shit out. Um, what else were they going to tell you? Oh, uh, I had uh, last weekend. Mm-hmm. I I I attempted my very first Esperanto lesson without uh, preparing notes. Okay. So usually, because I'm not... Uh, I don't know as much in that language as I do in Spanish. If I want to have a Spanish lesson and even just like have a conversational lesson, I don't prepare anything. I just want to talk, right? We just talk and I'll, I'll get some feedback and corrections and blah, 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 blah. But in Esperanto, I have to prepare things like because I don't know the vocabulary. So I have to I have to pick a topic or two and then learn words related to it and then try and, you know, make conversation around it. But this time I was like, all right, I just want to go for it without notes and tell him that up front. And like, let's just we'll talk really like superficial, you know, light uh, conversation and I fucking did it. It went better than I thought. Like there were times where I fucked up and I did things and he even said, you know, at the end, uh, he's like, you, there were times where like articles were left out or you or you for, or you put in extra ones. And he's like, and I, I didn't even want to correct you because it just felt like it was more important for us to just, um, continue. Yeah. To, to, to continue the conversation and keep that going because it's the first time that you've done that. And it, it it was really cool to like it feels like you take off the training wheels for the first time. You're just so like, like yeah, just... you wobble a little, but you're still riding by yourself. Yeah, I just but I just talked. Um, speaking of that, uh, well, something about I know we always go to language learning. Um, so I've I've said before in the new year, twenty twenty one, it's the the year of Jaina, um, where Ooh. I'm I'm going to start learning Mandarin. Um, I have a coworker who is from China mm-hmm. and, uh, I told her that and she was very excited and, and supportive, which is always nice. Um, and we were talking about it and she was asking, you know, are you just going to learn to speak or mm-hmm. are you going to learn to read and write too? And I said, no, I, I very much want to learn to read and write. Um, but I know it will be really hard and it will make it go slower, but I'm interested in doing it. Um, and with my like of like fountain pens and things like that, I was like, I can get, you know, a nice pen for it or things like that. And I, when I showed up to work the next week, cause it was before like the weekend break, uh, on my desk was a few things and, uh, I'll show them to you and I, I'll talk about them. But first I notice uh sitting in a there's a little stand like this on my desk and this is sitting there oh my god it looks like like a fucking wand from harry potter yeah um but it is a brush pen for like ink and like doing like yeah uh, and then there's like the the little yeah and then uh there was also but you should practice in the sand, like in the movies first. So you have to go like, well, and well, then erase it, and then go again, and then this, erase. There was this big, you know, wad of things. And I'm like, what? Because 
she was working when I when I got to work, so I couldn't ask her right away. And I was just like, do I get ink or like what what kind of ink do you use? Can I just use fountain pen ink? Because I have it. And uh, the first thing in this whole set is this, which is like a mat. But it has like instructional things for doing the different because the strokes have to go in a certain order when writing in Chinese and they have to look a certain way. It's like a practice mat with really big letters like you give to a kindergartner, you know, for English. And uh, but then I was like, wait, I'm going to have to buy a bunch of these because once I do it, you know, they're going to be all inked up. But then she told me, no, 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 no. The the little tray that uh, she got me, she said, you just put water in it. And these are uh, like dynamic page things like made of almost like cloth. And so you write with water and it darkens the sheet. And so you can practice. And he's like, by the time you're done with it, it will dry and just all go away. So you can use this forever. That's magic, motherfucker. Yeah, isn't that cool as shit? So then, um, not only that one, and I know, like, I'm showing Shamim. Sorry, audience. Um, but I'll, I'll sh maybe I'll show you some pictures, too. And then there's other ones that are just, like, more, it's the characters. Like, it's a big sheet of characters written. This looks, like, more like you'd see on someone's wall or something of mm -hmm. this. And Is it the same material? Uh, yeah, same material. So you just use the water on the on the pen, the brush pen, and these are poems. So part of the process of doing the poem over and over is you're learning the the strokes. But as you learn to read more and more, you will un slowly learn what the poem says. And that is time. so fucking cool. It and I think oh, like that's. That's going to be so much fun because it will make it like, oh, I understand one word in this poem. Yeah. Okay, now I understand uh, a few sentence fragments and, and just build it up until the day where it's like, I can just read the poem. Nice. So, yeah, she just gave this to me. That's that's pretty cool. I'm super excited about, about uh, doing that. And she said, you know, once you... Uh, she said, obviously, you'll have to practice, you know, a lot to to feel comfortable doing it and using that style of pen, right? This is way different than anything we are used to writing with. Um, she said, once you're comfortable, I'll get you an actual uh, page and ink that goes with it. Uh, so you can use real ink and uh, you can try and write, you know, in the traditional way, which I think that's it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Is, is your coworker Chinese? Like, yeah. Oh, okay. That's like why. Okay, she has all these things, and like she knows about all these things. Because like, I don't think yeah. a normal human being, like a non-Chinese person, will know about these materials and things to practice and things like that. This is amazing. Oh yeah, no, I I think I mentioned that. that yeah, she's from China. 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 Um, so yeah, I I it's really cool, and she told me that her. Her parents are actually really into like doing calligraphy. Like that's a hobby that they do at uh -huh. home. They they still live in China, uh, and so they will make things that like become artwork, you know, in the house, or they give them as gifts um, with ones that they feel like turn out really well. And 
she said so they she said that she told them that she was giving me sort of like a starter kit and they were very excited to like it's like well when when he can write with with ink send us pictures that's <laughs> like, beautiful you're not gonna want to see you're not gonna want to see a white american man uh <laughs> but, but which maybe, i don't even have good handwriting in english but maybe that's exactly what they want they want to get you to 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 learn their language and then you get like like you get all like possessed by the communist evil powers what no wow huh? that that took a sharp turn real fast <laughs> that escalated quickly um that did escalate quickly i i have a, a suggestion by a listener of a phrase that you need to learn in Argentinian Spanish, which I'm okay. Gonna... That reminds me, why while you wind this up, I haven't opened the email to see if we have an email. So okay. I, I'm going to do that while you, you do talk. that. This was not through, through an email. This was a, a direct message. Being, like they specifically said, you should teach Nick this expression. They mentioned the expression. I never heard this expression, but I'm in love with it. All right. So. You want the Spanish first or the literal translation first? Um, these one, it's, I, I always feel like it's hard to answer these. What do you think is better? Um, I, I'll go with the Spanish because it's like, it's, it's funny. So the expression is, no está lejos el culo del calzoncillo. I didn't get the second half. No está lejos el culo del calzoncillo. Yeah, I don't know the words in the end of that phrase. Calzoncillo, it's underwear, but it's specifically for men. Oh, okay. Okay, so the expression, the literal translation will be the, the asshole is not that far from the underwear. Mm-hmm. Do you think that is... A friendly expression or an aggressive expression? That's what I, I want to know first. Oh, okay, 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 okay. The asshole is not far from underwear. Well, it, I have a few ideas. Okay. So just... one, one is that it makes me feel like it, it could be an aggressive one for this reason, that it's like um, that using like making the reference of like the asshole is a person and they're they're shitty like it's very easy for them to fuck everything up or be a shitty person like because it's that close like it's just like it's just it's almost like saying like that's just their nature um uh, it, it's easy for them to be like that um uh but then the other one seems like <laughs> Wait, what was my other thought on it? Shit! Yes, uh, literally. Yeah, yeah. Mierda! Um, fuck, I, I lost it. Okay, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to tell you the context in where you will use this expression. Uh, and then, like, I think it makes a lot of sense when you when you know that. It's saying, okay. like, things like, for example, uh, like, I'm 29 years old, right? And then someone comes like, oh yeah, like, like Shamim, it's it's thirty. And then someone's like, oh no 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 no, it's tw he's twenty nine. And then someone will be like, ah, no está muy lejos el culo del calzoncillo. Okay, so it's it's almost like, it's close enough. 
Yes, that's like, exactly what it is. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. But it's it's kind of like two things that are not really the same thing, but they like smell alike or like right. could both have a little bit of shit. Uh, <laughs> so it's like right. And you could also be like, like, kind of using it in an aggressive way by saying it like you are calling someone an asshole, and then you are calling them like, like you're not that far from like being that shitty, or like someone is defending someone. Let's say like, oh, like this person is not that bad, and then you can say like, oh, like yeah, like it's not that far the asshole from the from the underwear. So you're referring of them as the underwear. But then they're like close to being an asshole, so it goes both right. ways too. It's kind of it's kind of interesting. I had to like research a little bit about it, but yeah, it, I I like it. I like it. I think that's a good one. It it's reminding me of, um, and I'm I'm curious if you know this one uh, in English that people will say uh, context. So it, I'll give it away. Like context is basically the same, uh, and they would just say uh, they're like, no, it's twenty nine. Uh, 30 and they uh, horseshoes and hand grenades okay um yeah i caught you off guard with that one i mean yes i i mean i would have probably never gotten if i didn't know that was the context was the same uh because they're not alike well it, you, it's actually it's actually that's not uh how that's not where it comes from that they're the same that they're the same it's uh you throw them both it, it, it's it's actually like a a strip down of a longer expression okay which is if somebody uh so say you're like doing target practice you're you're in school and you have the little papers and you're you're shooting at something and uh a friend shoots and like it's not that great of a, they're they're a bit away and they go oh close and then you would say back to like, close only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. Ah, uh, okay, 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 okay. Right, because those are the only times where it matters if you're close. If you don't make it, you didn't make it. It doesn't yeah. matter if you're close. So it's it's kind of like a small version of that phrase. Let's say like horseshoes and hand okay, grenades. Okay, okay. So they're shortening it to do that. Makes sense. Because Makes that's sense. what we do in uh, American English. We're just like too long, too just long. We're gonna have to pay too much to put it on the newspaper. Let's take a couple of letters out. Let's take it all down. Or like it's the same with people's names. They're like, your name's uh, Alexander. Fuck that, Alex. Uh, Al? No, just <laughs> Al. You're Al. Your name is Richard. We're gonna call you Dick. Dick Bubkiss. Um. So, so uh, uh, what should we ask for this week, Shamim? I don't know. Uh, the my crisis... brain doesn't work because I know you were like having a situational awareness, but I have to uh, really pee. So think of a think of a question for the listeners. I think you, if you can, just let us know what was the craziest shit that you did in high school. Like just random shit. Like what do you explode? What like kind of like I don't know a story that you'd be like, oh my god, this happened only to me, and like. No one else in high school did this crazy shit. We all did crazy shit in high school, but we want to know yours. And they don't have to be shit stories.
You know, doctor, uh, you, you tried really hard to save the child's life. We almost got there. Yeah, horseshoes and hand grenades.